When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to Defense Matters. I'm your host, Jordan Reigns. Today, as always, we'll be talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football. You can find me on Twitter at 50 Shades of Drunk. And I'm a senior writer at DynastyNerds.com. Shout out to the Nerd Herd. Um, guys, happy to be here again with you for another week of the show. I'm going to be bringing you guys some news, some updates, some notes, um, you know, some rankings, all that good stuff I usually do. Before we get started, I'm going to read a couple little things off to you. As always, you know, my, my rankings are catered to Sleeper. Doesn't mean Sleeper's the best or, you know, everybody has their opinion. I like Sleeper the most. That's where I play most of my leagues, so I cater my rankings around Sleeper. That's where I recommend people play. I, you know, I play on NFL, ESPN, MFL. I mean, they all have their pluses and minuses. So, But these are, re- these are catered to Sleeper, just FYI. Um, rankings discussed here will be through those designations. So if a guy's a DL eligible on Sleeper, he's going to be in my DL rankings here. Um, when you go to the rankings that will be available in the comments uh, or in the description of this show on YouTube or in the um, description of the show, like for your podcast, wherever you get it, you should be able to pull up the Fantasy Pros rankings. They'll be a little different, but, you know, bear with me. You know, you know your league, you know where you play, so you know how to adjust at this point. It's week four. You should be, you know, aware of that kind of stuff. So um, before we get into that, just make sure you subscribe, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We always appreciate that. Smash that button. And yeah, we're going to go ahead and get started. You know, leave a five star review and a rating. I would love that. I'd really appreciate it. Help the show raise up in the rankings and more people would be aware of IDP fantasy football as always trying to do that. So. Let's go ahead and start today. I forgot last week, but we're going to start this week. We're going to go over last week's top scorer. So week three's top score at DL this last week was Alden Smith. Uh, guys, Alden Smith is the real deal. He leads the NFL in sacks right now. This is his second week at the number one spot at DL in three weeks. 37 points, um, smash play. So if you picked him up on waivers or if you happen to grab him late in the offseason, whenever things were kind of coming around for him, you got you have a blue chipper, it looks like. So congrats to you. Linebacker this last week was Shaq Thompson on the back of a 13-tackle week. Several solos, a couple of passes defended as well for Shaq Thompson. It was good to see him come around. Uh, started out the season a little slow. We kind of expected a game like this from him, you know, with Luke Keekley leaving. 
you kind of expected him to fill that role for week one. He had 12 tackles. A lot of them were assisted though. Uh, but 17 points week one, but 32 points this week, making him the number one linebacker on the week in week three in IDP one, two, three scoring. And then the number one defensive back IDP one, two, three scoring this week was Shaquille Griffin. He had 11 tackles, I believe. I think they were all solo. I think he had an interception as well for some return yards and a couple other stats here and there. But he actually picked up a uh, an injury designation. I noticed this earlier this week, or actually I just noticed it a little bit ago. So if you're relying on him, you're definitely going to want to monitor that going forward so let's talk about some injuries guys uh i'll kind of give you the updates that i have we had a lot in week three for the idp side of the ball chase young with a groin injury jamal adams with a groin injury did not return he is trending like he will not play i'm assuming that chase young is also not playing they say it's nothing serious or he said it was on his twitter but just still be concerned matt ionitis left with an arm injury apparently he tore his bicep tendon and he is done for the season that really sucks. Jordan Fuller, defensive back for the LA Rams, shoulder injury did not return to that game. Uh, we'll talk about some. Of, we'll talk about some of the guys who are going to benefit from these guys maybe missing time here shortly. Christian Kirksey, shoulder injury didn't return to the game. Grady Jarrett had a hip injury; he did not return to the game. Uh, Harold Landry, shoulder. There have been no updates at this point. Jabril Peppers, ankle injury, left in the first, didn't return. But from what I saw. News-wise, they're saying he avoided surgery and he could be ready to play this week. Um, I'll, again, I'll highlight what that means shortly. Bradley McDougald, rib injury. He had to leave in the fourth quarter. Jordan Brooks left early with a knee injury. Jarrell Casey, bicep tear, another one of those. He's out for the season. And then Buda Baker, we got the report on Sunday morning that he has an, uh, an injury to his thumb, torn ligament of some kind. He's going to be having surgery this next week, and they said prepare for him to be out. So um, you should have some pivot plays in mind. I'm going to give you guys, before we jump into the rankings, I'm going to kind of go over some just general notes here for each position, and then I'll get into my rankings, kind of what I'm thinking for this week. And yeah, we'll wrap up the show. So for defensive line, first and foremost, Kerry Hyder, Dion Jordan. Both these guys seem to be filling in for Bosa and Ford for San Francisco. Kerry Hyder is playing the most DE snaps there even more than Eric Armstead this last week. Uh, Deion Jordan a little bit lower, but he could see, you know, maybe his playing time goes up. You should be aware of both. Kerry Hyder should be owned in your leagues for sure. Ryan Kerrigan should be a should see a usage uptick with the groin injury to um, Chase Young. So you're going to want to make sure if you have him on your roster, you know, depending on your options this week, he's definitely in play to start as a DL2 for you, um, DL2, DL3. Marcus Golden losing snaps. He's been losing snaps the last two weeks. He is down. His stock is down. That really sucks, but that's just the reality of the world we live in. Um, and then Dante Fowler and Robert Quinn, both of them are honestly, it sucks to say this, but bench candidates at the moment. Um, low snaps, not really producing at a high level like they were last year. Uh, there's injury. There's lagging. There's nagging ankle injuries for both these guys. Hate to see it. Hate to say it, but we're in week four and just they haven't done anything for you really uh so i moved them pretty they're down in my rankings a good bit going into this week um, and probably will be for the foreseeable future until i see the you know some some points on the board so linebacker notes once again because you're white guy kaiser white because you're white i don't know how to pronounce his name necessarily but guys you need to be own this guy he's dl db eligible and sleeper 100 percent of snaps again this week led the team in tackles um i'm buying in i've picked him up in several leagues 
where, you know, he was available. He needs to be owned at this point. I moved him up in my rankings on Dynasty Nerds as well, and he moved up my weekly rankings as well this week. So just want to let you know, go scan your waivers. If he's out there, he should be owned. Um, here's a fun little note. Blake Martinez and Demario Davis, through the first three weeks, each have two sacks. I uh, just wanted to highlight that. You know, these guys are, I mean, they're high leverage players. They get the tackles. They get, you know, we know that they can rush the passer. Two through the first three weeks ain't too shabby. Not saying it's going to be a monster sack season necessarily, but they're definitely in play to push four or five, considering that they blitz and they blitz successfully when they do, generally speaking, for middle linebackers. So if, you know, if somebody hasn't picked up or noticed that in your league, on top of the fact that they have, you know, some of the safer tackle floors, especially Blake Martinez with the tackle floor, um, you know, if you can make a move, go make a move. And then Nick Wachowski back at practice this week. Not necessarily sure what that means. I'm a little hesitant to play him. We saw, you know, Tremaine Edmonds this last week coming off his injury. Seemed a little hesitant, a little tentative to make tackles. Um, I don't really know what's going on with Kukowski. I'm a little bit worried. Uh, I'm not going to play him this week. I'm going to watch. I'm going to wait and watch and see what happens. So we'll see. Um, some other notes for the defensive backs before we get into the rankings. Jamal Adams, Buda Baker, both are going to be missing time with injury. Like I said earlier, Jamal Adams has the groin injury. It's not looking like he's going to play this upcoming week. And then Buda Baker, they said he was having a thumb surgery and he would miss week four. I haven't seen any updates on that since that news initially broke. But I'm assuming it's, you know, business as usual going forward that that was still the procedure is happening. So prepare to be without Buda Baker and Jamal Adams this week. Two of the top three defensive backs every week. So pivot plays for those guys would be uh, Nasir Adderley and Josh Jones. Both of them, you know, are guys that may still be on your waiver wires. And if they are, you should go get them and you should be looking to play them. You know, Josh Jones actually making a big jump up in my rankings this week. We'll get to that soon. So I'll get to that in just a moment. Jabril Peppers, uh, ankle injury, like I said earlier, doesn't look like it's going to require surgery. Um, could be ready to go Sunday, but he's a bench candidate for me. I don't want to, you know, he's not been performing well, and now he's hampered by injury. I'm scared to play him. Being honest, I love Jabril Peppers, but at this point, you know, this week, he's definitely bench candidate. And then uh, Mike Hilton blowing up, guys. Uh, could be this season's Logan Ryan. Getting a lot of big plays in there, getting a lot of tackles. So keep your eye out for him. If he is out there still, You should he should be owned roster, especially in cornerback leagues. He's probably owned in your cornerback league, but – I mean, I remember last year Logan Ryan was still floating around there week three, week four, week five in some leagues just because people didn't want to believe. So if you're in a situation like that, go get Logan Ryan. So let's start with these rankings, shall we? Let's do defensive line first as per usual. Again, catered to sleeper. Some of these guys in your league may be in a little bit different situation. Um, again, but you should be aware of that. So let's pull that up on YouTube. So number one, we'll do the top 12 first, and then we'll go through the next set of 12. So the top 12 for the week for me, Miles Garrett, Joey Bosa, Alden Smith, TJ Watt, JJ Watt, DeForest Buckner, Aaron Donald, Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Chandler Jones, Cameron Jordan, and Chris Jones. Uh, Miles Garrett, we saw what he's capable of this last week, force f- strip sack, Force fumble. Um, he's in play for one of those basically every week. He gets Dallas this week. Uh, well, we know Dallas's line is banged up. And, you know, we're, we're having an elite pass rusher come up against a line that's banged up. You got to put him at number one. Miles Garrett is the real deal. Joey Bosa at number two. 
Um, he's just been consistent. He had a little bit of a down week this last week, but I mean, his down week's like 15 points. So you really can't complain about that. He gets Tampa Brady, Tampa Brady this week. So Tom Brady is you know, known to take a sack from time to time. Um, so I'm not too scared that jo- I'm not too worried about Joey Bosa this upcoming week. Alda Smith, Baker. He's he's been a beast, you know. I mean, I put him up here. Baker hasn't been sacked a lot this season, uh, to the credit of the Cleveland Browns line. But Alden Smith right now leads the league in sacks for a reason. I mean, he doesn't look like he's lost a step. I mean, if anything, he looks even better than maybe he was when he was in the league the first go around. I don't know. I mean, he just seems he just seems very capable right now and unstoppable. He kind of took over that game last week. I know that Dallas uh, didn't end up pulling out the win, but. When you're up against, you know, Russ. When Russ is out here cooking, what you going to do? So, T.J. Watt comes in at four. T.J. Watt right now is, I mean, he's one point behind Alden Smith overall in IDP one, two, three through three weeks. Um, he gets the Titans this week. Not a super, super juicy matchup necessarily, but it's T.J. Watt. Like, he's, he's top three at linebacker, top three at defensive line, you know, whatever it is in sleeper designations or wherever you're at in IDP one, two, three scoring, he's an elite scorer. He doesn't have to have a tackle or a sack like we saw week one, and he can still put his name up there in the top performers of the week because he is a dynamic playmaker all over the field. So here's a fun one. JJ Watt at five. This is a big bounce back week for JJ Watt, in my opinion. I mean, this should be a, a, a smash play this week, almost chalk. I mean, he's playing the Vikings. We've seen Kirk Cousins struggle when he's under duress, and we've seen Kirk Cousins melt down under duress. JJ Watt's going to put the heat on him, uh, and I could see a, I could see a multi-sack game, and you know, fumble, force fumble or two, out of JJ Watt this week. I mean, if he gets it turned on early, uh, Kirk Cousins in for a long day. So we don't, I don't really know what the situation with Dalvin Cook's uh, ankle is either. I saw at the end of that game he got a little hurt, so it might be a situation where they have to throw a little more than usual. So Kirk might be dropping back to pass more, which is going to give JJ Watt even more opportunities to be disruptive. Um, DeForest Buckner coming in, you know, he's just such a solid play. He gets Chicago. He's playing a ton of snaps. He's an elite pass rusher. He's interior guy, but he can also rush from the outside. Um, we get Nick Foles coming in who, I mean, they won that game this last week, but I mean, it wasn't exactly an elite performance by, uh, Nick Foles. So I think that he could be a little shell shocked coming in and playing a, a pretty stout, um, Indianapolis Colts defense with DeForest Buckner being probably the stoutest guy on that team right now defensively. Obviously, Darius Leonard is, you know, an all pro, probably a future Hall of Famer if he can, you know, keep up, you know, doing what he's been doing. But DeForest Buckner is no slouch. I mean, he's gone for a first round pick multiple times now. So he's a guy you're definitely going to want to play confidently this week. And so we'll see who we got next. Aaron Donald. All right. Sorry. Aaron Donald. You saw what he did this last week, blew up. Coming off the two-point game this last week, didn't really do a whole lot, but you have to play him every week because he can blow up. He finished this last week as the number two defensive lineman overall, I believe. Just uh, two points behind, two points ahead of Shaq Barrett, one point behind Alden Smith. Totally took over that game, but then you know Josh Allen came out and he took actually he actually had full command of that game the whole time, as you could see on all those third and longs, and then just go win the game. The 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 go-ahead touchdown. So, you know, Josh, I'm a Josh Allen truther. I'm a Josh Allen fan. I have been since his rookie year. Um, he can do things that only a two or three quarterbacks in the NFL can do, and he can do it just as well as some of them. I won't put their names out there right now because I've been dragged through the mud for that before, but they might, you know, one of those names might rhyme with, a, you know, Hattrick Mahomes. So <laughs> Cameron Jordan, or wait, sorry, Jack Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul coming in at eight and nine. This is a little tough because um, they're playing the Chargers. 
uh, Chargers have been pretty okay offensive line-wise. Um, Herbert hasn't been sacked a lot, but he hasn't played a line that has Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vea, and Indomitian Sue on it. Not to mention you have pass rushing coming from Antoine Winfield, not to mention Levante David and Devin Bush. I mean, he hasn't played a defense like this. People are kind of catching on that this is the defense you want to own in DST leagues. Um, it's taken a couple of weeks. I picked him up in – I only had two leagues this year where I'm playing DSTs, and I own them in both of – or two of them. No, I have three, and I own them in one. I picked up Washington early, but now that Washington's all banged up, I wish I had Tampa Bay. But this this defense is for real. They're going to put pressure on anybody and everybody. I don't care if you have the best offensive line in the league. You should be starting Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett every single week. Next guy on this list, Chandler Jones. I know he has been a disappointment this year so far, but guys, he played 100% of snaps last week. Chandler Jones, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, playing 100% of snaps. You cannot bench Chandler Jones. If you do, it's going to it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass, and I don't want that for you. So I'm putting him at 10. I want you to know that you should be playing him confidently. Now, if this backfires and everything goes to pot, I'm still playing him again the next week. I You just don't just – don't, bench Chandler Jones unless something goes horribly, horribly awry, or we see something that is clear and obviously saying he's lost a step, which I haven't necessarily seen yet. So I'm still rocking with him. Cam Jordan had a little tough week this last week playing the uh, Green Bay Packers, but that'll happen when you play the Packers offensive line. I'm still rocking with him as a top 12 guy. Quiet start to the season. I don't even think he has a sack yet necessarily. I need to double check that really quick for you guys, which is a little concerning. But, you know, what are you going to do? Okay, my computer's being dumb. Sorry. I think he, I don't think he has a sack yet, guys, um, as hard as that is to say for a guy like him. No, no sacks this season. So he's due for a get right game. He gets Detroit. Detroit did give, um, Give some fits last week to, uh, oh, I forgot who they play, Arizona, which is who Chandler Jones played. He couldn't get home. So it might be another tough week for Cameron Jordan. Might be a buy low opportunity on Cameron Jordan, honestly. But I'm still rocking with Cameron Jordan. He's one of the best pass rushers in the league. Chris Jones gets New England. Um, you know, I know that some people might be a little concerned about that, you know, but Chris Jones is Chris Jones. He's one of the most dynamic defensive playmakers in the league interiorly. I know everybody wants to. I mean, everybody wants to heap all the accolades in the world on Aaron Donald, but Honestly, Chris Jones and Cameron Hayward are, I mean, they're right up there with them, and they don't get talked about nearly enough, in my opinion. So he is also in my top 12 going into this week. I'm going to read back top 12 to you guys. If you're not watching on YouTube, Miles Garrett, Joey Bosa, Alden Smith, TJ Watt, JJ Watt, DeForest Buckner, Aaron Donald, Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Chandler Jones, Cameron Jordan, and Chris Jones. And so now I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the next 12 um, so we got Josh Allen at 13, Grady Jarrett at 14, Justin Houston at 15, Cameron Hayward at 16, Yannick Ngakwe at 17, Sam Hubbard at 18, Brian Burns 19, Khalil Mack 20, Eric Armstead 21, Carlos Dunlop 22, Chase Winovich 23, and Calais Campbell at 24. I'm just going to highlight some of the main guys in this group. Grady Jarrett right now is on fire. You can't bench him. Uh, he's the best guy at getting pressure and getting points right now consistently on Atlanta. He is a little banged up. He did leave last week with a hip injury. I'm not exactly sure. I saw no updates on that when I was looking over my notes for this. So monitor that, but assuming he plays, he should be in your lineup. Josh Allen, 
this week has got a pretty good mashup against Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is the most sacked quarterback in the NFL right now through three weeks. So you really got to like that as an opportunity to for some continued success for Josh Allen coming off of his first sack of the season last week. Um, Justin Houston at 15 against Chicago and Justin, Justin Houston, just a good player. He still, he might not be getting the elite number of snaps necessarily, but he's performing well enough right now to where I want to play him in most of my lineups where I have him. Cam Hayward. We've talked about him a lot of times on the show. He's just very consistent. He's got a good safe tackle floor, not producing necessarily the big games quite like he was last year. I know Tua is back in the fold there. And then um, Alei, or I can't say the guys, the, the guy's name, last name, but the other main pass rusher on that team, uh, lineman, he's doing very well too. So some of those opportunities are being taken away from him. But Cameron Hayward is still one of the best defensive players in the league, and he deserves to be played. So I'm playing him comfortably as a two. Like I said, he's ranked 16 for me this week. Yannick Ngakwe gets Houston. He's has a lot of experience playing against um, Deshaun Watson coming from that division. Deshaun Watson right now is the second most sacked quarterback in the league behind Joe Burrow with 13 sacks. So Yannick Ngakwe has the opportunity to, you know, have another good game. He's had a couple of good games to start the season, and we'll see what he can pull off. I'm, I'm feeling very good about his chances this week. Sam Hubbard, 18. Brian Burns, 19. Sam Hubbard is getting a lot of snaps. You know, he's not the most elite pass rusher in the league. We all know that, but, you know, he gets he has a pretty safe tackle floor, and he can get home. So, Sam Hubbard is a guy you definitely don't want to be benching in most circumstances unless you just are really stacked at defensive line. Brian Burns, this upcoming week, is a really fun play. Uh, we saw him finally get home last week. I know he gets Arizona, which is going to be a little bit tough because Kyler likes to run around. But the Carolina Panthers are getting a lot of pressure right now, and they're not blitzing a lot. What that tells me is Brian Burns is putting a lot of pressure because there's not really anybody else there. It's Derek Brown, Brian Burns, and then the rookie. So they're getting pressure on the quarterbacks without blitzing a lot. Brian Burns, that tells me Brian Burns is a good player. I'm confident in him. He's ranked for me this week. Like I said, uh, I'm sorry, where I just lost it. 18, 19. So he could get home on Kyler this week. Maybe he could be that guy that gets Kyler to the ground where a lot of guys have it. I like his chances. Uh, 20, I got Khalil Mack. He had a good game last week. He's playing. He played 90% of snaps this last week. I mean, I'm not a I'm not the biggest Khalil Mack fan for especially for IDP because he does he hasn't produced really the last two years really since he's come to Chicago he hasn't produced anything like he did with the Raiders I mean with the Raiders he was like a 70 and 12 70 tackle 12 sack guy um, since coming to the Raiders since coming to Chicago he's more like a 40 and 10 guy um, he's really getting his ass saved with these big plays I mean, he had a lot of forced fumbles a couple of years ago last year similar situation he just He's just okay. So he's kind of a two for me. He could have a blow-up game, though, especially with 90% of snaps. So not saying that's going to happen again this week, but we know Robert Quinn is losing snaps slash hurt. So, you know, I like Khalil Mack's chances. And um, playing inside next to him, Akeem Hicks is doing really great this year. Akeem Hicks right now is a top-five defensive lineman um, for IDP. Eric Armstead, we talked about him a little bit. Carlos Dunlip, um, you know, again, Carlos Dunlip did leave that game at the end with an injury. Got to monitor that. Chase Winovich is doing very well. Uh, for his second year in the league. I mean, he's getting a ton of playing time. And honestly, he's basically the best defensive player right now that the uh, New England Patriots have. So you got to rock with him. He's playing Kansas City, which is going to be tough. Patrick Mahomes doesn't get sacked a lot. But again, he put a lot of pressure on Russ. Russ doesn't get sacked necessarily a whole lot or a lot this year. So I uh, I like I like Chase Winovich this, year, this week as a play. Um, it is a road game, though. So factor that in as you will. And then Clay is Campbell. He had a pretty good game. Uh, you know, he hasn't got home yet. 
I don't think he has, if I'm right, maybe he has one sack, but he gets other things, pass deflections. I mean, he's trying to bat passes down left and right. An IDP, one, two, three, a pass deflection is a three-point play, a sack is a six-point play. You get two pass deflections equals a sack. It doesn't really because it doesn't stack necessarily, but you're still getting points from Calais Campbell when he's not getting home, which is something I love about Calais Campbell and it's something that I love about certain defensive linemen. So, And he is one of those guys. Um, guys just outside of that range that are probably still in that same tier for y'all. Just want to give you a heads up. We got Max Crosby at 25, and then we got three Washington Redskins, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, and Ryan Kerrigan finishing out 26, 27, and 28. I'm just giving you guys those as little bonus guys because, I mean, they are definitely playable assets. I've got them a little lower than some guys, but I want you to know they're still in play this week as DL2s, uh, high upside DL3 type of guys, so. Yeah, that finishes out my defensive line. I'm going to read the whole list back to you guys real quick. Get ready. Get set. Go. All right. Miles Garrett, Joey Bosa, Alden Smith, TJ Watt, JJ Watt, DeForest Buckner, Aaron Donald, Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Chandler Jones, Cameron Jordan, Chris Jones, Josh Allen, Grady Jarrett, Justin Houston, Cameron Hayward, Yannick Ngakwe, Sam Hubbard, Brian Burns, Khalil Mack, Eric Armstead, Carlos Dunlap, Chase Winovich, and Calais Campbell. So that's my top 24 defensive linemen going into week four. You guys have any questions, comments about that? Please leave a comment on the YouTube channel. Um, I'll try to respond to you as quickly as I can. So let's move to the linebackers. So linebacker one for the week is Blake Martinez, two Jalen Smith, three Darius Leonard, four Zach Cunningham, five Bobby Wagner, six Demario Davis, seven Devin White, eight Levante David, 9, Devin Bush, 10, Matt Milano, 11, Roquan Smith, and 12, Eric Kendricks. Blake Martinez is basically the most consistent linebacker in the NFL right now in IDP 1, 2, 3 points. He's got 23, 23, and 24 points the past two weeks, two sacks, a ton of tackles. He's got 70 points. That puts him right up there with TJ Watt and Alden Smith, who have 70 and 71. So he's crushing at linebacker right now. He's a guy you definitely want to own. And he gets L.A. this week, which is a really good matchup. Should be plenty of plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, uh, plenty of plays on the uh, Ram side of the ball anyway. So plenty of opportunities for him to gobble up some tackles. And not that Jabril Peppers was necessarily a factor in the tackling game, but with Jabril Peppers out, we know that Blake Martinez, as usual, is going to get he's going to get his. Jalen Smith, number two, he's always going to be a top play for me just because he does everything. I mean, he gets all the extras and he gets the tackles, kind of like Blake Martinez. Three, we have Darius Leonard at Chicago. Darius Leonard is a every week must play. He got right this last week. He's been a little bit slower, slow on the draw to start the season, but he's heating up. So you got to get him in your lineups. Zach Cunningham, Minnesota. Zach Cunningham is just, he's just consistent. I mean, he's kind of one of the more boring linebackers in the league. A lot of people feel that way, but it's just because that team is not sexy. The Texans is not sex, are not sexy. So, you know, he can follow the wayside. He's not a big name like Devin White necessarily, who's a little farther down this list, or Bobby Wagner, but he he's putting up points with the best of them right now. Tomorrow, uh, Bobby Wagner gets Miami, not expecting a monster, monster game from him necessarily. He's not been – he hasn't produced a big game yet this season, a monster game. He's been definitely consistent, definitely good, definitely still linebacker one play every week. Um, so maybe he'll have a breakout game this week. That would be fun. Demario Davis, as I said, to lead the show, you know, Demario Davis and Blake Martinez both have two sacks through the first three weeks of the season. That's pretty big. That's something I highlighted a lot in the offseason on the other pod, Daddy P411, was just, you know, I like guys that can 
on top of the safe floor, they have the upside, the big playability. And Demario Davis, last four years, I mean, he just he's getting three or four or five sacks every season. So he's a guy you can count on that. We've seen Blake Martinez have a big five, six sack season a couple years back. Darius Leonard, Jalen Smith. I mean, that's why these guys are up there every week because they're not just playing the middle of the field. They're also getting high leverage, you know, blitzing opportunities, uh, chances to, you know, make a splash play for your team on top of the fact they're already sitting there with, you know, nine tackles in the third quarter. So. Devin White comes in against the Chargers. Devin White's been very good. He was a little low low down the list this last week. Um, and Devontae David right next to him. They're just two really great linebackers. It's it's impossible for me to really fade either of these guys at this point. Um, I was not big on Devin White coming into the year. I thought he was a little overhyped. But honestly, when I've watched him play, I mean, I was like, oh, he gets too many big plays. I mean, he is a big play. Everybody on the Tampa Bay defense right now is a big play waiting to happen. Todd Bowles is using these guys appropriately i mean he's maximizing every snap he can get out of him so i'm loving levante david and devin white pretty much every single week um so yeah there's that um at nine devin bush devin bush is playing every snap he's not producing as well as he was last year um the big plays haven't been there similar to minka you know i want to see the Steelers defense be a little bit more well-balanced right now. It's pretty much all that line getting all the love and all the points and Vince Williams flying in to get his sack here and there. Uh, but I'd like to see Devin Bush have a big game this week. Uh, could happen against Tennessee. They like to run a lot. We could see Derrick Henry toting the ball a good bit. So should be tackling opportunities. And yeah, I mean, in coverage, you know, Bush doesn't leave the field. So he should see opportunities, especially if the Titans defense can get things rolling. Matt Milano at t- 10. Roquan Smith at 11, Eric Kendricks at 12. Uh, Matt Milano blew up this last week. At this point, he's the linebacker you want to own over Tremaine Edmonds. It kind of sucks to say that. I mean, I don't want to throw too much shade at Tremaine Edmonds, um, but I think the shoulder injury is still bothering him a little bit more than he is necessarily, you know. I just think the shoulder injury is bothering, bothering him a little bit more than we thought. And, yeah, Matt Milano, just he's, you know, they're both all purpose linebackers, so they can both get points kind of all over the place. So we'll be interesting to see if we can get a get right game out of Tremaine Edmonds, but I'm feeling good about Matt Milano. He's in every week play, uh, and he should be in every week play for you. Roquan Smith, another guy I'm a little bit concerned about. He was at one for me last week. He's playing 100% of snaps. He's just not getting it done. Um, he's still a top 10 play, honestly, just because of the the talent is there and the snaps are there. But, again, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I would like to see him have a, a good game, not just a game, like a good game. So this week could be – could be a make or break week, especially in how he's viewed rest of season. I mean, this is week four, quarter of the way through the season after this week. We'll see what he's got on his, on his resume after this week and, you know, evaluate going forward. Eric Kendricks has had some nice weeks. He's, you know, not necessarily a guy that gets a lot of shine either, kind of like uh, old Cunningham, like I was mentioning earlier, but he's a good linebacker. He flies around. He, I think he had the second, he had tied linebackers last season, I believe, with Demario Davis for pass deflection. So, I think they had nine, 10, something like that. Um, so on top of the fact that you're getting tackles from him, you're also getting, you know, high leverage, you know, and high high statistical points from things like pass deflections, three-point plays, you know, solo tackles too. I'd rather have a pass deflection than a solo tackle. Why? Because it's worth more points. So if I can get a guy who can give me, one, you know, one of those a week or, you know, 0.75 of those a week if you're going to be a projection head, I mean, that's that's good. So that that can be valuable. So the top 12, I'm going to read them back one more time. Blake Martinez, Jalen Smith, Darius Leonard, 
Zach Cunningham, Bobby Wagner, Demario Davis, Devin White, Levante David, Devin Bush, Matt Milano, Roquan Smith, and Eric Kendricks. Okay, um, we're going to read 13 through 24 now. Guys, bear in mind, some of these guys are a little banged up. Uh, well, the first guy I mentioned is a little banged up, so I'll be able to monitor how things go with him. That's Christian Kirksey. He left the game the other night, shoulder injury, I believe, Not did not return. I'm not sure if he's going to play this week or not, so you'll have to come back into my rankings, you know, check on the site, probably Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, whenever we get news, injury report comes out Friday, I believe, so I should update these by Saturday again. Again, check the the description of the show and check, you know, the description of the show on YouTube and on the Twitter or the podcast feed, wherever you're at, should have a link to the rankings. So you'll be able to see them be updated as that happens. But Christian Kirksey has been playing really well and hundred percent snap linebacker. Um, he gets Atlanta this week. So hopefully he plays. We'll have to see Micah Kaiser coming off a bad week, but Mike Kaiser is one of the top linebackers in IDP right now. He's just getting it done in that Corey Littleton role. So, you know, I'm putting him back up. He's at 14 right now this week. He has a little bit of a – I'm not sure how to view the Giants right now, honestly, so I didn't want to put him too, too high. I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain drives and get him points, but I did not want to fade him too much. So he's at 14. Miles Jack, 15. He gets Cincinnati. Uh, Miles Jack has been rushing the passer a little bit from that weak side. So Cincinnati, uh, Joe Schobert's right next to him. Like I said, Joe Burrow's been sacked more than anybody in the league. At this point, so you kind of like there. I kind of like his odds maybe to get home this week. Miles Jack, um, Joe Schobert, they're both playing 100% of snaps. Uh, Cincinnati is playing a very fast pace right now, so there should be a lot of snaps available. There should be a lot of defensive snaps available for these guys on Jacksonville. So I don't have them in my top 12, but they're definitely in contention for you know top 12 linebacker production this week. I got him at 15 and 16, respectively. 17, got Jayon Brown. He plays Pittsburgh. That should be a good matchup. He's the only linebacker playing 100% of snaps right now for the Titans, so you got to go with him. Um, he's you know he's a known commodity. We know what he can do by the end of the season, and when he's healthy, he can have a game-breaking play every now and then. So Jayon Brown, still a guy you got to love. <clears throat> Shaq Thompson, 18, playing Arizona, should be a lot of snaps available for him, should be a lot of plays run by Arizona. You were like, why is he so low? I still just think, you know, I know last week was a really good week. I want to see him do it again before I really kind of push him back up into my top 15. He burned me a little bit early on, uh, and I know that the stat crew, I've heard the stat crew in Carolina is a little bit finicky with the solos and assists. So back home, maybe he's getting more assists than solos. So got to be, a, you know, just got to gotta adjust. Fred Warner at 19, he plays Philadelphia. Fred Warner is an elite linebacker. Um, you know, he's not necessarily an elite IDP option, but I think this week he's going to, I mean, he's a solid two. That's kind of how I view him right now against the Eagles. TJ Watt at 20, uh, that's in my rankings on Fantasy Pros. Obviously, we went over TJ Watt in the defensive line section earlier, so I'll just kind of skim over that. Corey Littleton down at 21. I'm... I don't know, man, or woman out there listening. It's tough. Uh, I've had him a lot higher than that coming into the season, but he just is not producing in the Raiders' defense the way he was on the Rams. So playing him more as a low end, too. Hopefully he can get right against a Buffalo team that can march up and down the field, but we will have to see, unfortunately. 22, have Devondre Campbell. He gets Carolina. Campbell, once again, outshining 
the guys around him. Uh, you know, last year he stole all the thunder from Deion Jones. This year he seems to be stealing all the thunder from Jordan Hicks. So give him a little props where props are due. Welcome to 22. Deion Jones at 23. Um, he's a linebacker too. Uh, Jordan Hicks, 24. Another guy that's right now is a linebacker too. Um, I'm just going to have to see how this week goes. These guys are kind of eating into each other's production, like I said, with Campbell and Hicks. Campbell's just playing really well. So maybe Hicks doesn't have that opportunity like he did last year when he was playing next to Hassan Reddick and the guy with the mustache whose name I forget. So just to give you guys an idea of who's just outside that top 24, got Kazir White at 25, Tremaine Edmonds at 26, Nathan Gary at 27, and Kenneth Murray at 28. You will not see Patrick Queen. Why is that, you may ask? Because Patrick Queen's snaps are going down because he did not look very good the other night when he was playing against the Chiefs. So, you know, maybe he wasn't quite as NFL ready as everyone thought. You're not getting the snaps. You're not getting the big plays like you did week one. You have to be concerned and you have to adjust. So, I mean, I would play Rashawn Evans over Patrick Queen right now. And I would suggest you do that as well. And Rashawn Evans is kind of low in my rankings this week just because, again, it's a snap situation, guys. Just got to be got to be real with you. So I'm going to read back those uh, those last 12 on the rankings real fast. 13, Christian Kirksey, 14, Mike Kaiser, 15, Miles Jack, 16, Joe Schobert, 17, Jayon Brown, 18, Shaq Thompson, 19, Fred Warner, 20, TJ Watt, 21, Corey Littleton, 22, Devondre Campbell, 23, Deion Jones, and 24, Jordan Hicks. Those are my linebacker rankings going into week four. As always, check the site, you know, check the link. These could be updated as, you know, we find out more information and yeah, things will change. So let's shift gears to our final position we're going to cover. That is the defensive backs. This will be fun. I've been getting a little bit of, you know, a lot of ats on the old Twitter sphere. Why isn't so-and-so here? Why isn't so-and-so there? Well, a couple of your guys have ascended. They're here. They've made it. Number one this week, Landon Collins. Two, Jeremy Chin. Three, Jordan Poyer. Four, Antoine Winfield Jr. Five, Jonathan Abram. Six, oh, I have Jonathan Abram twice on my um, little graphic here on the YouTubes. Apologize, guys. I actually have Tracy Walker at five, Jonathan Abram at six, Jesse Bates at seven, Terrell Edmonds at eight, Harrison Smith nine, Josh Jones at 10, John Johnson 11, and Logan Ryan coming in hot at number 12. We'll go ahead and start Landon Collins this week with Buda Baker out. And with Jamal Adams seemingly out, Landon Collins moves up. He's the most recognizable known commodity at the safety position, at the DB position. Sure, he had a down week this last week. I ain't scared. He's playing Baltimore this week. Lamar and the boys should be, you know, out there looking for, you know, looking for some blood, looking for revenge. I see this being a, a, an opportunity for Landon Collins to rack up some points out there against a Baltimore defense offense that will hopefully have their uh, ish together this week. Got Jeremy Chin at two. He's made it. He's playing Arizona. Fast pace of play team. He's playing linebacker snaps at the defensive back position. You can't ask for anything more than that. He's produced two out of three weeks at a fairly, fairly high clip. So welcome to the top five, Jeremy Chin. 
Jordan Poyer at four. Jordan Poyer the past two weeks has just been – he's rock solid. Not only that, he's got upside with him. He's playing the Raiders. Jermaine Edmonds missing tackles out here. So Jordan Poyer, you got to play him as a top three option this week, especially, with, like I said, with Buda Baker and Jamal Adams out. You know, Jordan Poyer is one of your most reliable defensive backs right now. So Antoine Winfield, gosh, he's looked so good, guys. Um, Todd Bowles knows how to use a weapon. He's rushing the passer successfully. He's getting a lot of tackles out there. You know, only thing that would really stop him from staying in the top 10 the rest of the season is an injury. So I'm, I'm all about someone Phil Jr. now. I guess, the, I guess the Chargers should be a good game. And it should be a good chance for them to dial up a lot of blitzes because I should they should get ahead pretty early. I mean, it's going to probably look a lot like this last week against Denver, honestly. Tracy Walker coming in at five. Finally got his snaps back, guys. I mean, I guess Matt Patricia realized, hey, like if I want to keep my job, I should probably play my best players more often. So Tracy Walker is out there for 100% of snaps this week. I benched him a couple of spots, but a couple of spots I didn't. I kind of had wondered if this was going to be the situation or the case, and it was. And he's back out there, and for the foreseeable future, I can only imagine he's going to be a 100-snap player. Um, That could change, but he's right back up there in my top five. He gets New Orleans this week. Jonathan Abram. He's playing like a bat out of hell. He gets Buffalo. Should be a, another solid opportunity to put up some points for Jonathan Abram. Jesse Bates at 11. We know what Jesse Bates is about. He's about that tackle. He's about that 100 tackle on the season. He's about staying healthy and getting it done for your team. He's about being the forgotten man at the position because he plays for the Bengals. He's about all that. So Jesse Bates, as always, he's basically a top 12 option every week. Terrell Edmonds. Down a little bit this week, but, you know, not necessarily down in my heart. I still want to play him everywhere I got him. Plays Tennessee. Good matchup for him. Harrison Smith, last week, he blew up. I was telling people, you know, I said something last week on the show. You know, people were kind of dogging John Johnson a little bit. People were kind of dogging Jabril Peppers a little bit. People were kind of dogging Harrison Smith a little bit. I mean, you know, it was only week three. Give the boys a chance to get right. And Harrison Smith got it right this last week. He blew back up. He has not left my top 12, and he probably won't leave my top 12 unless he gets hurt or he's on bye. Tim, we got Josh Jones. Guys, he still may be on some of your waivers. I found him on a couple of my waivers yesterday. Um, you know, we know the tackle opportunities are going to be there for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's tackling very well and tackling a lot right now for the Jaguars, a lot more than he did for Green Bay. So he's a guy that going forward, I mean, you just got to play him. He's ahead of John Johnson for me this week, who's at 11, Logan Ryan's at 12. Expecting Logan Ryan to step up to the plate in a big way with the potential of Jabril, Pepper. Jabril Peppers missing some time. We also know Julian Love played uh, got a lot of snaps last week when Peppers went out. But Logan Ryan, he's had multiple seasons of you know being a top ten option at corner, like at DB, playing corner. He's playing safety right now, so you like that. You love to see that. Top 12 guys, I'm reading back to you guys one more time. Landon Collins, Jeremy Chin, Jordan Poyer, Antoine Winfield Jr., Tracy Walker, Jonathan Abram, Jesse Bates, Terrell Edmonds, Harrison Smith, Josh Jones, John Johnson, Logan Ryan. Top 12 defensive backs for the week. Okay, we're going to go ahead and finish out the top 24 defensive backs here. At 13, I've got Kenny Vaccaro. At 14, I've got Chuck Clark. 15, um, Sorry, 15, Kari Willis, 16, Adrian Phillips, 9, or 17, 17, Tyron Matthew, 18, Justin Reed, 19, Malcolm Jenkins, 20, Justin Simmons, 21, Marcus May, 
22. I have Jabril Peppers still in there. He's a bench candidate. Um, like I said earlier, but if he plays, I you know for ranking sakes, I gotta have him in there because he could blow. You know, we know Jabril Peppers can have can be a playmaker. 23, I got Keanu Neal, and 24, I have Nasir Adderley. And actually, honestly, I'm sitting here saying all this. I'm moving. I'm changing my rankings right now. I'm moving Adderley up and Von Bell up. Adderley's 22, Von Bell's 23, Peppers and Keanu Neal are 24 and 25 now. Um, you see Adderley, like I mentioned earlier in the, in the you know the the news or the notes or the commentary section, whatever you want to call it, earlier uh, playing 100% of snaps. You know they're running out of bodies there in LA, so Nasir Adderley is getting play time, so he should be in your lineups essentially as a two. Von Bell, gosh, what a fall from grace! I had such high hopes for him going into Cincinnati, but Cincinnati's just their defense is just weird right now. I mean, besides Jesse Bates and besides um, Sam Hubbard, it's kind of a little bit murky-ish. We had a big week from Carl Lawson this last week. Carlos Dunlop got a little banged up. Their linebackers are all just kind of rotating in and out, playing poorly. You know, I thought Von Bell would be the kind of the, 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 I thought he'd be the one we could count on, honestly, and he has not proven himself to be that. He's got fairly good tackles last few weeks. I think he's got like eight, eight, and eight. I mean, his tackle floor is all right, but I mean, a lot of those are assists. So I would like to see some more Behind the line of scrimmage, I'd love to see a tackle for a loss or two, and I'd love to see an uptick in those solos, you know, and kind of see him take over as a leader of that defense. Because right now it doesn't look like anybody's wanting to do that. Um, we know Joe Burrow's the leader of that offense, so who's going to be that guy on defense? Would love it to be Von Bell. We'll just have to see. So I'm going to read back my 13 through 24 for you guys again, and then we'll close out the show. 13, Kenny Vaccaro. 14, Chuck Clark. 15, Kari Willis. 16, Adrian Phillips. 17, Tyron Matthew, 18, Justin Reed, 19, Malcolm Jenkins, 20, Justin Simmons, 21, Marcus May, 22, Nasir Adderley, and 23, Von Bell, and then 24, I have Jabril Peppers. Before we go, um, I do want to just highlight Chuck Clark has been pretty good. Uh, You know, starting strong safety, he's one of the guys you can rely on with Baltimore. They get Washington. Dwayne Haskins has been a little turnover prone. So this could be, you know, Chuck Clark likes to get a little dirty out there. He likes to get a little nasty. So I could see him forcing a turnover in this game as he's prone to do. Um, And then Justin Reed is a guy who was a little banged up last year. He's quietly putting together a half decent season. I know that the Houston was looking at adding another safety, but they've been talking about that for all off season. Basically they were going to bring in Earl Thomas and then, COVID stuff happened and he couldn't come in, whatever, whatever. But I'm not too worried about him losing any snaps necessarily. So still be you should still be starting Justin Reed or looking at him, especially this week against the Vikings. I mean, again, Kurt Cousins, if there's anybody who just loves to help the other team out, um, Kurt Cousins is that guy sometimes. So I love Kurt Cousins. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to sound like I'm hating on my guy, but, I mean, he can go from – 100 to zero real quick and he can go from zero to 100 real quick so and you never know which cousins you're going to get honestly i mean it really you gotta watch that first five or six snaps and if he gets shook i mean it's it could be over so all right well guys gals appreciate you listening to the show appreciate you joining me today um hope you guys win your week four matchups um keep an eye out next week i believe the Dynasty Nerds new show, YouTube show, Defense Matters, should be on the airwaves, which will be hosted by yours truly. 
I'll be going over kind of the big picture stuff that's happened through the first four weeks of the season, the first quarter of the season, shall we say. We'll have an accompanying article for that. That'll be on Dynasty Nerds as well. So you can check that out. You can check out the audio version of that or the video version of that, which will be on YouTube, Dynasty Nerds channel. I'll you know put links to that everywhere once it comes up. And that, that information will be fairly relevant for a couple of weeks because, I mean, again, it is big picture. I'm going to go over leaderboards. You know, at positions, at points, you know, we'll go over the injuries, who's coming back, who's going to be out for a little while longer, who do we lose for the whole season, who we picking out to replace them, you know, all that kind of stuff, big picture stuff. Um, and then that'll be coming out through all four quarters. We'll have one after, at, during, you know, between week four and five. We'll have one between, I believe, weeks eight and uh, between weeks nine and between weeks eight and nine. And then we'll have the last one between weeks 12 and and 13, which will be kind of getting you ready for those playoffs. You know, who are you going to be trusting going into the playoffs? Hopefully you're going to be in the playoffs by then, guys. If you're down 0-3, don't give up. If you're 1-2, don't give up. Stick with your guys. Stick with your gut. Make adjustments as you need to. Um, don't be afraid to go make some trades for some people. Um, I told you all I'll try to get Shaq Barrett this last week. You know, it's funny. People are like, oh, they don't believe in Shaq Barrett. But then you try and get them off of them, and suddenly they be believing. So, I don't know what you're going to do about that. Might be a good buy low opportunity on Chandler Jones because he has not done anything of note really this year, but he is due for that big bounce back week. Go check him out. And yeah, I guess that's all for me, IDP Army. I appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Go win week four. Tell them who sent you. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock. Got a plan. Gotta get stocks. Keep them bands. Hear the clock tick blades on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you're switching it up and you're living it up. You ain't getting it enough.